I remember when we first talked about doing a podcast, I was kind of like, well, where do we start? Then I reached out to a friend who had been doing it and he referred me to Anchor. So first thing I was like, it's free? And he was like, yeah, it's free. And then the second thing I realized that you don't have to have a recording studio. You can do the podcast from anywhere that you want. Uh, they have all kinds of creation tools and you can record, you can edit, and you can do it all from either your phone or your computer. But one of the best, best things for me was when it came to distribution. I was really worried about that, but Anchor actually distributes to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a bunch of other places, so it makes it super, super easy for you. Plus, you can make money. You don't have to have a minimum amount of listeners, and it's just kind of like having everything that you need for a podcast all in one place. Imagine yourself in the forest surrounded by rivers, lakes, and the ocean. You're spending time outdoors hiking, camping, and cooking over the fire. That bold smell of real smoke flavors of cooking over the open fire has been captured by Triple Smoke. They use the freshest ingredients, all natural, no preservatives, and no fillers. Triple Smoke's name defines the smoking process. They use three types of wood to smoke the spices before processing into blends and condiments. Plus, good things come in threes. Go to triplesmokefoods.com to get your spices today. And they're great for vegan foods too. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Half and Half Podcast. I always say it's been a while, but I think this has been the longest. Uh, we, we've gone longer. Really? Yeah. I think we have. I don't know. This has only been like two weeks. It's been like three. Has it? I don't know. It feels like it. Oh, shit. I thought it was like two. <laughs> oh, my God. I could barely hear you, BTW. Really? Yeah. Let me put it louder. There you go. All right. I like to hear every little crinkle your mouth makes. It was <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> That's so nasty, dude. I can I don't understand the fascination of that. You know, I'm a mouth person, right? Yeah, me like too. oral hygiene, mm -hmm. good breath. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't. I do not like the noises mouths make. I hate chewing. I hate it. Right. I hate hearing people chew. I agree, but there was this one time, for whatever reason, it just came up on my feed, and, and it was some, like, Asian girl eating fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, this is making me hungry. Dude, I, not even the chew, the eating ASMR, the mukbangs, whatever they are, even just the straight-up whispering, oh, it drives me crazy. Yeah, it's weird. I it, don't, you know, when you hear the spit rolling in the mouth yeah. and the little pops and the... I can't do it. It's funny that we're both like that. I am, like, we've talked about it before, like many times my whole life. Yeah. I've told you how the first thing I look at, like, that's what I love about my wife is that, like, teeth are everything. Yeah. Right? If you take care of your teeth, you probably take care of everything else. Right. You know? Right. So, yeah. Well, that's a weird way to start it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, let's get into it. Um the moment I've been waiting for, because you, you gave me a, a little bit of insight on the challenge. You right. said, I didn't want to ruin it, but check out what happened. Right. Okay? Right. So mine's going to be short. Let's start with you. So the challenge was Linkin Park versus Arctic 
monkeys. Yeah. You had to listen to Linkin Park. Like, I had to listen to Arctic I'll be Monkeys. honest, I haven't been listening this whole time. I'm pretty sure God you God dang, you and changing the rules, man. What the <laughs> fuck? Go back. Have you been? Yes. Really? No. Oh, that's what I thought. <laughs> I was like, there's no way he's still listening. <laughs> um. Okay. One of the first... Um, okay. Just for anybody listening, I have despised Linkin Park since the day I first... I'll never forget the day I first saw their video come out. It was like 3 o'clock in the morning, and I think it was the crawling video, I no, think. No, it was before. Or maybe... I don't I don't even know. All I know is... <sighs> the reason I didn't like them, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to own up to it right now. Mm-hmm. And, and this is something that I kind of came to terms with while <laughs> listening to them. Yeah. We, as teenagers... We're in a rap rock group. Right. Okay. Which we had our, our, our good songs. We had our moments. We had some that, you know, either way it was fun. Like I really enjoyed that was, that was a lot of fun, at least while you were in the band mm-hmm. after that. But, you know, well, I think what we were doing at the time though, there really wasn't a lot of bands doing that. No. You no. know, at all, at all. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm not going to say we did it first. However, right. Our singer was doing nothing but rapping over the music before we had even joined m- the band. That and before we'd even known who Limp Biscuit was. Cuz if you go back yeah. to if oh, you go, yeah. if you go back to the new metal history, right. That's why Chino doesn't like to be lumped into that group. Yeah, he does it here and there. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Corn. The first band to do all rapping, screaming was Limp Biscuit, Right. That, who made it big. Well, that's but, what I was going to say, is that a lot of these bands started to pop out while we were already, like, had doing. been doing this. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> Linkin Park, I think, for me, thinking back to, to when I first heard Linkin Park, um, it had already, that, that, uh, that style had already started to fade out mm-hmm. when I first heard Linkin mm-hmm. Park. Yeah, I'll give you that. So, yeah. it was kind of like, wait a minute... And I remember, I remember my thought was like, these guys will never make it. These guys, oh my God, like these guys are so late in the game. Why are you even bothering? Well, it's proof to tell you that good marketing and lots of money being thrown at you yeah, <laughs> can make a big difference. Because they, they're still here. Yeah. Kind of. So I realized that that was kind of the chip that I had on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, okay, let's take that out. Let's, let's kind of listen. Um, I just want to listen to the music. I'm not going to keep my biases right. uh, on the forefront because it really manip- manipulates how I listen to them. Yeah. Um, so the first thing I noticed <laughs> as I'm listening to their songs, I'm like, I've heard this song. I've heard this song. I've heard this song. I've heard this song. And then I started to realize, I'm like, holy shit, these motherfuckers have had a lot of fucking yeah. singles, a lot of yeah. fucking hits. I was like... If I've heard all these songs, that means all of these songs have been on like mainstream radio somewhere, right. you know? So I was pretty like blown away by, wow, like, because when you listen to most bands, you'll hear like two or three songs. You're like, oh yeah, I know those songs. And then the rest is like, it's all brand new to you. Yeah. It took me a long time to figure out, to find a song that I hadn't heard. Right. Okay. So I started sifting. I started going back. Um. So... Uh, an old friend of ours, um, 
Jonathan from Salt Lake City. Hey, John. Hey. Hey, John. Um, you know, he actually, for whatever reason, when on one of the posts that I did about the podcast, he commented and he was like, I guess after he had listened, he goes, listen to this album. It was the Thousand Years. Oh, yes. Thousand, okay. I love you, John. <laughs> so... I did. I was like, okay, cool. That gives me some sort of like outside direction because I was just all over the place before that. Yeah. Um, so I started listening to it. And see, that's kind of why I do what I do. Just let me interrupt you. Real yeah, quick. you start from the beginning. I just like to hear that evolution because if you're in the middle, you're like, oh, it's you, because you know I mean? when I went into their Spotify, I was like, what? What is what? There's so much shit, especially now that he's passed away. Yeah. Like, there's compilations. There's yeah. like so much shit. I was just like, dude, like, yeah. Um, so, and I did do that. I did go from the beginning and I listened, you know, um, but that album, so I started listening. Uh, all right. When I got to this song and maybe it's cause I was in a mood. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I was, I was feeling a little bit down that day yeah. and I heard the song, uh, uh, waiting for the end. Yeah. Dude. Great and I had heard it before. I had heard that one before, but I had never really just taken the time to just listen to it. Mm -hmm. And um, I started thinking about, well, obviously how the guy killed himself, right? And I started like realizing, like, dude, he's got a lot of lyrics about that stuff. Yeah, like he was really f foretelling, I guess, the future. Um, that song really hit home with me. Like it made me sad, dude. Like, which is great because that's what you want from music right right like i listened to it he wasn't doing his his stuff that i hate <laughs> that you can do perfectly <laughs> yeah. um i really i loved the chorus the melody um another thing that i realized this is coming from my notes notes so um i heard the song the catalyst and i was like this sounds like nine inch nails ministry um kind of a kind of a ripoff but then i started it started to dawn on me i was like wow i never associated them with like electronic industrial type music like right. old school industrial right and i started to hear it more and more and i was like right. they have a lot of like 90s industrial music components in their music and that's what i loved about them right so a lot of bands prior had djs in their band right mm -hmm. biscuit incubus had a dj in their band right um but they just did djs well okay DJ Newmark for, no, I mean, not Newmark. What the hell's his name? The guy, their DJ from Make Yourself. Whatever his name is, I forgot his name. Oh, from, oh, okay, yeah. From uh -huh, Incubus. Uh -huh, yeah. He did a little more in terms of soundscapes and whatnot. Right. right. But um, was it DJ Han, Mr. Han, whatever his name is from I, I Linkin Park. Something Han. Okay. He brought in more of the electronic element to mm -hmm. his djing and to their music you know like the piano part to in the end and his was just a lot better a lot more clean there's a lot more things that he brought to it instead of just scratching and like little soundscapes here right right that's what that's another thing that that drove me to them yeah so i mean i thought that was that i thought that was really interesting i had never really noticed that until I started listening to a couple of songs and yeah. I heard that one song in particular, but I didn't like that song. I thought it was like too much of a ripoff of like ministry. Yeah. Um, I mean, and you know, like that's kind of cool though for like ministry, like who was such a big band at the time. Like, um, if you're gonna rip anybody off, I guess that's like a cool band to rip off. Yeah. Um, 
And then I heard this song on that same album, Pushing Me Away. And, and I wrote down my thought was like, did they forget they really wrote this song? Because, <laughs> dude, it sounded, it was the same format, same formula as like their crawling song, I think, if I'm yeah. correct. Uh, it sounds, it sounded the same. It was like, wait a minute, you guys, like, maybe you're writing so many songs, you forgot, like, you already wrote that. Yeah. One thing I got to tell you, man, and this is probably a huge one for me that I guess I never really gave much thought to until now. One of the thing reasons why I've always just kind of like never given them the time of day is, dude, and, and I'm still going to say it. I'm still going to say it. Um, their drummer sucks, man. Dude, there's nothing good about what that drummer does. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of when we were kids and we weren't drummers, right? But we knew how to play drums. Anytime we got behind the drum set, there was that one beat that we would always play. That's what he does on every song. I'll give you that. He's not the world's greatest drummer, but I think what he does suits what they're trying to do. But it's the same beat all I'll, the time. I'll give you that. You know what? I'm going to agree with you, though, on their back line because their bass player yeah drives me fucking crazy oh they have a bass player <laughs> exactly yeah right yeah exactly They're, i couldn't i could not whistle a tune for you if i could i could not hum a bass line nothing sticks out right at all which is weird because you like them you've always liked them i but know i like i like um i like them as a whole right i really love chester chester bennington as a singer um you know the mike shinoda thing i liked it at first it got kind of old after a while but they were just, for me, they were doing something different, right? right? They were incorporating a lot of, you know, again, DJ Han or Mr. Han but I didn't, brought in a lot I of... Uh, I, didn't, I didn't think it was different. That's what I didn't like about them from the get-go. It was like, dude, because at that time, we had already ran through, you know, it was what we were doing. It was Papa Roach. It was um, P.O.D. Yeah. Um, Limp Biscuit. The list goes on, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden when, I mean, I think, I think I, I felt at that time that okay, this is done. Like, like the move thing, on. The thing that that made me pay attention because at first I hated them. When one step closer came out, yeah, that's I the song. There you hated go. them. Yeah. And the first thing that came to mind, I was like, uh, "Have these numbnuts not heard of a band called Three Eleven? They right. already have a singer yes, and a rapper." Yes, yes, yes. And so that, I was immediately turned off and immediately mad. Yeah. But a friend of mine at the time, Mark. Yeah, Mark Turner. Oh, okay. I was hanging out with him, and a song came on. We were just hanging out, and the song came on. I was like, oh, fuck, that's a great song. Who is this? And he's like, Linkin Park. And I was like, no, you fucker. Yeah. So it, that song, I think it was in the end. Was the, That was the first time I heard it, before it was even a single. Okay. Um, I heard that song, ended up liking it a whole lot. But the band, for me, especially that album, it's it reminds me of my wife. When her and I started dating, Like they were pretty still popular and or making their way up and yeah i would get drunk and i would sing to her and you know so <laughs> we liked all of, we liked, it was just a thing at that time for her and i so right right I so it goes back that. to the the feeling at the time yeah but then it's just the reason why a lot of people like shitty songs because it reminds them of a moment yeah <laughs> i'm just saying yeah. um, no i'll agree with you but yeah i so, kept i kept going though i didn't stop at that album like uh they yeah literally you kept listening yeah drew me in you know what i mean so last two notes that i have oh two or three um dude the last album was terrible it was terrible yeah. it sound it didn't even sound like the same band 
I was like, I'm actually cr- wanting him to do the cringy, uh, what 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 do we what do we call those? The raspy, the raspy, yeah, the raspy voice because it was just so terrible. It was bad, man. I, I was think like, it was that bad? But it wasn't one of my favorites, dude. I, I felt like, like they went from trying to be, like, edgy and whatever you know, like a lot of rock bands do, but to like, just. I don't know, man. I was like, what are these guys doing? Like, any sort of edginess that they had is completely gone. Yeah. Um, it was overproduced. It was just... I did not like that at all. At all, at all. Um, but I will say, you know, like, one song that I did like 10 years ago or whatever that came on the radio and I was like, oh, okay, I can I can live with this was that Shadow of the Day song. Yeah, it's a great song. So that one. And then I can honestly say a good three four maybe five songs from that album that john had recommended um i i can actually sit and and listen to that album right um so i will say that i feel like obviously there's no way i'm a fan obviously yeah but i can now comfortably listen to them and not cringe like i once did right i can listen to them and be like and and I can appreciate what it is for what it's worth. Exactly. Does that make sense? That's good. Yeah. I I knew you were gonna come away with something. Yeah. You... I still there's still things like like the the dude that does rap. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, uh, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot that I, there's still a big part of me that's like, why are you there, dude? Like, I don't know. You know, at the beginning, I felt he served his purpose yeah in the beginning right towards right, the right. middle it's kind of like and especially oh. towards the end i was like like they're just like oh hey we need to make a part for him you know even though well, i know actually, he's a big writer i know he, I th- like i I've, think he's a soul writer oh well i mean that makes sense but at the same time it's like i don't know i mean he has his own like solo stuff which is actually i've heard a couple of songs yeah. from his solo stuff it's actually decent when he's, he came out with and this is still in, in mike uh, shinoda right yeah, this yeah. was still during the height of Lincoln Park, but in the middle, I guess he took a break. He did a project called Fort Minor. Mm-hmm. Dude, look, you know me and hip-hop. And there's this band that I absolutely love, or group that I absolutely love, very early 2000s. You ask any random person on the street, they're going to say, who? Mm-hmm. Right? So there's a rap group called Styles, Styles of Beyond. When he featured them on Fort Minor, that's why I was like, God, oh, this motherfucker just got my respect hard. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it wasn't a total loss. It was, um, yeah. It, it's one of those things like... Oh, like, and also he had Jonah on that album. Oh, really? Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Jonah um, from Far, for those who are wondering who Jonah is. One of the greatest singers ever is that your work calling you no yeah right okay they called me last night though oh did they at 8 30 (laughs) um so yeah i mean like you know i used to talk a lot of smack about nirvana Mm -hmm. and later in life i really learned to actually appreciate nirvana Mm -hmm. and like them um i can't say i I can't go as far as to say i appreciate lincoln park and like them but i can go as a as far as to say i appreciate aspects of them and I like some of it. Right. That's good. And I knew that was going to happen. I knew it. Especially that, that later album. Yeah. 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 That song. If you're sad, put that song on. What's, what's the chorus of that one? That's not the um, leave out all the leave out all the rest, right? No, I don't think so. 
I can't remember. It's just, that it was really is, catchy. That really song catchy. is crazy. Good. I got to say, though, too, uh, you know, now that I'm thinking more into the song, um, I hated his screams because they sounded so forced and so. But some of the songs actually not. Some of the songs actually, I felt, I felt the his need internally and they weren't so bad they weren't so bad yeah. and actually it's so funny towards the end that's what i was craving more of like dude where's that where did the emotion go especially because in my mind i was like as time progressed he was actually obviously sadder and sadder or whatever because of his you know i mean he killed himself right so um just waiting for that aggression to come back and it never really did it seemed like the aggression was more back in the day than it was in recent times yeah so oh sorry man when you get that phone in your hand you just go blank sorry i know <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's about my dad's doctor's appointment okay so final verdict <sighs> i don't hate him i don't love him and I like a little bit of them enough you know, enough to now I I don't feel the need to talk shit anymore. You know what it is about that band for me though. I'm a big screamer. I love screaming. Yeah, you are right. <laughs> <laughs> Even after all this, <laughs> it's like Chino has his Chino screams. Right. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite screamers in the whole entire world is Jeremy Rausch. I think his last name is. He's from the band Glass Cloud. Okay. His screaming, his raspy singing, I just, I absolutely love. Chester, for me, he's in, he's in that that middle of Chino and Jeremy. Really? Yeah, like it, because it's clear, it's more raspy than like a full on scream. Mm -hmm. It's it's aggressive. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I remember when I would see Chester. It was like, I think the feeling I would always get was like, he remind me of those. We we all know those kids that like were growing up and like not to sound cocky, but we were cool. And then there's like uh, those kids trying to be were? cool. I don't know about you, my <laughs> man, but I I'm still up there. I'm cool in the game. I am cool's inspiration, my friend. It's kind of like okay, the way just to give you a, an idea, like you know, as we let's say we did something that was like cool and like we did it for like a year or two yeah. and then we stopped doing it and then all of a sudden this guy shows up doing it and it's like like thinking that you know what i mean man where you been like yeah exactly <laughs> like and that's that kind of saw lincoln park as that kid yeah but you know that that was the stylist you know the record label says we're gonna sign you but you're gonna have red hair you're gonna wear all well dickies. that's also proof though man that and that's kind of what I hate about the, the music industry, especially nowadays, is that, you know, a record label picks up an artist and they say, we're going to dump all of our funds into this and we're going to make them famous. And they have the ability to do that. If you're yeah. listening to the same, if you, every time you turn on the radio, even if it sucks, if you hear it all the time, eventually people s start to like it, you yeah. know, and, and then like Breaking Benjamin. Oh God. <laughs> That one's coming, man. I'm not going to let you get out of this. Why? <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> it's going to happen. All right. So, final verdict you can stomach them more than you had before. Yeah. Yeah. A lot more. Okay. A lot more. Good. Right. Good. I knew that was going to happen. All right. So, on to me. This is a very short list. Okay. 
So I was tasked to listen to Arctic Monkeys, right? And you told me to focus on the album AM, mm-hmm. which I did. Okay. And let me tell you, I'd much rather listen to um, the Beatles. Really? Ever. Oh, man. The Beatles what? are like the Deftones to me compared to these guys in, in this album. Really? I was miserable the entire fucking time. Yeah. And I had to listen to it a few go-arounds to say, all right, I have to be open-minded. I can't just shut down. I need to find something I like. Right. You you always tell me that's like my God-given ability to always find something good out of even the shittiest thing. Right, right. Okay. So, first part of the note, they sound way too much like that band Jet way too much this album anyway okay let, let, i'm gonna say this album because I, I have something else to say it's too much of that that classic bullshit like rock but that they were trying to revive in the mid-2000s mm-hmm. like that kid wanted to replace um jim morrison and you know what i mean right um sometimes the guy did remind me of a cheap billy joel at times his voice you like billy joel yeah of course okay so he re- reminded me of very cheap uh billy joel this album in particular, nothing new, nothing innovative, nothing that I was like, oh, fuck. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so I said, okay, I need to find something that I like. Right. I have to. So I just kept going and I kept going. So that song, number one, Party, it's decent. Mm-hmm. On the on that album. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It, it's yeah. like, <laughs> would, I, would I put it on a playlist? Fuck no. Right. Would I turn it off if it were on? No, probably not. Right. I could tolerate it. Um, so the further I listened into it, okay, let me go back to this one. So that song Fireside, mm-hmm. the intro is good. I like the intro. Right. But then the rest of the song kicked in. I was like, oh, you guys lost it for me. Um, I'm a big vocal guy. I right. love melodies. I, love, I mean, that that's what you love about bands, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing memorable. Really? At all. Not a wow. single hook. It all sounded the same to me. Okay. At the bottom point for this album, it's a very watered-down pseudo-Beatles James ripoff. Do you remember James from the 90s? The song Laid? No. This bed is on fire with passion and Oh, love. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really? That's what it reminded me of. Very okay. watered-down James ripoff. Okay. So I said, you know what? Fuck this band. <laughs> you know? So I went back... And I guess there was an album called Whatever People Say. Okay. I played that album, and I was like, whoa, wait a minute, time out. What? What happened? I'm not going to say I liked it. Mm-hmm. Very Clash. It was a, It was more raw, right? right? It had like that that deep um, like Clash British thing at, the, at that time. Um, that album was more um, Britpop punk-esque, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I can stomach that album. But I still fucking hate it. One of the reasons, real quick, that I didn't tell you to start from the beginning is because when you listen to the early stuff, you know what it actually kind of reminds me of? Hmm. And, and, and I know that you don't like this group. And I was like, I don't want him to hear that and be like turned off because I know he doesn't like this group. Hmm. Some of the early stuff reminds me of like, remember Hot Hot Heat? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And so I was like, I didn't want to turn you off by making you listen to that and then make that connection. But that hot, hot heat comparison came a little later. That first album, mm-hmm. again, it's more raw, right? You can right, hear right, right, right. The, the, the rock in it, right? It mm-hmm. had punk vibes and right. the, the production itself was relatively raw. And I like The Clash. It reminded me of The Clash a whole lot. 
but that was it. <laughs> really? That was it. And I knew that was going to be a toss-up. You know what's so funny is that, so the history for me with that band, <clears throat> when I first met my wife, mm-hmm. when we were on our first dates and stuff, she was always playing that album. Mm-hmm. Always. And I didn't, I'll be honest, I didn't like it. Yeah. I didn't like it. So are we going back to a, a memory? Yeah. That's why we That's like exactly shit. <laughs> what I'm saying. So I, well, no, but I didn't like it. So, yeah. but she kept playing it. Yeah. And then she would like sing a song and I was like, oh, that's what he says. Um, and then the more she played it and, and obviously you're, you're, you're brand new in a relationship. So you're not going to be like, turn that shit off. You know, like yeah. you, you go along with it. Right. So it, she played it so much. It really grew on me. It grew on me to the point where I started to like love the songs yeah. for what they are. There's only one or two songs that actually make me like think about that, you know, that moment in time because there was one or two songs that she played a lot. Um, and it made me go and start digging deeper and listening to all their stuff. There's a, there's a couple of albums that I, I really love from them. Um, but it goes back to what you were saying. And that's one of the things that I, I, I really yeah. was going to tell you is that, um, you know, honestly, if it wasn't for her, you wouldn't have liked it. Yeah, I wouldn't have liked it. And I know you wouldn't. Well, look, I could see why you liked it because at that time, that album came out in 2013 ish, yeah. uh-huh. I believe. Yeah. At that time, you were venturing more on that side. Yeah. MGMT and right. Borns and all these other bands you try to make me listen to. So I could see you liking it then, mm-hmm. right? I could see why you liked it. Right. Me, dude, I just, I couldn't, man. Like, it's like my band, my, my band, my wife loves this band called The Bravery. I oh, fucking yeah. hate that band. Really? And it gave me those vibes. But you like The Killers. <sighs> you too. They're, they sound nothing alike. Okay. And but it's, I it's only still like, in the same. And I only like the first Killer album. That was that was it after that. I, I, I put bands like Arctic Monkeys, The Killers, like in the same really? group. Yeah, man. Mm, Big time. I don't know. Kill, the Killers, the first album... What was it Hot Fuss or Hot Mess, whatever it's mm-hmm, called? Mm-hmm. A phenomenal album. Yeah. Ridiculous. They're amazing. Yeah. They're amazing. After that, I wasn't too crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? One thing I will say, um, I went to go see Arctic Monkeys, and I've told you about this before. Yeah. I was so excited to see them. Dude, hands down, probably the most boring band I've ever seen live. And I'm glad you brought that up, because there's a topic I want to talk about next. But uh, yeah. we'll, we'll get to that. Like... I was so fucking disappointed right. when I saw them live right. because I was just like, I, like I said, like I'm a true fan. Like I love Arctic Monkeys now. Like I can listen to them on an, any any given day, any album. I, I, I love that group. Um, but one you- of the things that I love is, is, I don't know. Like I felt like the guitar player is very creative. That's just me. They're, they're, yes. They're, I always appreciate musicians for what they are. Yeah. I, I, I respect musicians on all fronts because, you know, we're yeah. musicians. So I see the creativity. I, I As individuals, yes. I mean, they're they're great musicians. Mm-hmm. It's just the sound that they're going yeah. for, I guess. And, and that's why I wanted to give you that band because I knew it was a toss-up. So, yeah. like, Daniela was like, she keeps asking me, has he said anything? Has he said anything? And I was like, well, he... and I told her what you had said and he goes oh so that means he likes them and i go no i told him i was like no i was like honestly it's a complete toss-up he's either he loves them or he fucking hates them and i fucking hate them. <laughs> yeah but look i 
They blew the Beatles blew them fucking away. I didn't even call them the shitty Beatles this time because in comparison, the yeah, Beatles now, are. Now you found some goodness in yeah, the Beatles. Yeah, I, yeah. And uh, but going back to what you're saying about live shows, I mean, you can love a band, but if they suck live, it's just like, dude. For example, my wife bought me um, Blake Shelton concert, Blake Shelton tickets a few years ago. Oh, He's one of my favorite country artists. Oh, God. We went. And I was mad bored. Yeah. I was like, damn, babe, I feel bad. You spent $500 a ticket on this because <laughs> we were bored. Right, right. I mean, it was cool to see him. Well, you know what I mean? I got a hat out of it, but. <laughs> that sounds like my hell. Like, literally oh, my hell. Oh, God. Like, um. There's some country artists that, like, um, Zach Brown, an amazing show. I don't know. I I haven't listened to country since <laughs> since that challenge. <laughs> All right, so final verdict for me, Arctic Monkeys, it's a hard pass. No. Okay. That's a hard no. Will I ever go back to it? Nope. Yeah. I would I don't even want to say their name. I don't I don't well, care. I'm glad I'm glad you at least gave it a shot. Absolutely. That's the point of this, Alan, is to <laughs> give things a shot. Yeah. <laughs> um But all right, so final verdict on that, no, it's a hard pass for me. Right. But what I do want to bring up right now, like you said about about the boring show, I had a recent uh, experience that you and I, being musicians, being in bands, <clears throat> excuse me, being music lovers, to, to us, live shows are everything. Right. When we play, we have to give people a show. Five people, 500 people. Um, and to me, it's like if, if you're a musician and you feel what you do and you love what you do, why would you not want to have fun playing live, mm-hmm. right? Like I hate boring bands that, that just fucking stand around. So my kids are big time Tyler the Creator um, mm. fans, right? Mm-hmm. He's a he's mm-hmm. a hip uh, rapper, hip hop artist, whatever you want to call him. I've known about him for a long time. Mm-hmm. What turned me on to him was um, I saw an art, I, I saw an interview on him, and he said that MF Doom was one of his biggest inspirations. So I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna check this guy out. Mm-hmm. Anyway, long story short, we took them to see him on, on Valentine's Day, dude. One lone guy, fucking amazing show. Really? And it's just where at at um, Don Haskins sick invite <laughs> you would want to go to that dude hell yeah i didn't even know he was coming really yeah i would have told totally oh, dude we bought these tickets a year and a half ago oh almost. yeah i believe it um but it just really drove home like how amazing live shows can be right, right? and mm-hmm. we need to get our head out of our ass dude i want to <laughs> play like now eric if you're listening to this we need your drums quick my man <laughs> okay i'm yeah. putting you on the spot but um, yeah, it was just it it just really drove home what I love about music. You know what I mean? It was literally him backing tracks. There was no dancers, no DJ. It was just him mm-hmm. and two stages, one in the middle of the crowd, and then he had this big old elaborate thing. So, what made his show great, dude? The the passion, his delivery, mm. the light show in itself. Mm-hmm. Like he just gives a, a phenomenal show, right? Phenomenal. Hmm, interesting yeah yeah see i i love seeing artists that even if i don't fully like know their songs right. and stuff i i always i love that that's why that's why me and my wife go to acl all the time yeah um because in between seeing the bands that we are there to see you get to like open your eyes to new artists right. absolutely you know and yeah performance is everything um i miss concerts i miss playing live i don't even yeah. know the last time i played live i gotta tell you though Tragic Landing is mm-hmm. going to be a little different for for me because um, of the electronics and the guitar switching. Yeah, not well, a, we got to well, figure it out. Not only that, like there's not a, like we 
like texas cutthroat it's heavy it's mm. super heavy yeah. so that's like a no-brainer and there's no switching back and forth between electronics no effects nothing it's just like it's it's like the old days of our old bands like yeah. it's just straight distortion mostly you know yeah. um but with like tragic landing like obviously like i can get into the music anyways but i'm talking about like performance wise um i don't know it's gonna be it'll, it'll, it'll be different for me for you, um, in a, it's in a, already in, a, in my mind. In a in a very good way, though. Um, yeah. I I I like the challenge, um, and of course, you know, we've talked about it. Like one of the biggest things to me is not only putting on the performance, but sounding good. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like. But you even said on one of our, our recent, uh, not recent, one that of I our... I miss not just having fun. Yeah. I mean, I should have just had fun back yeah. then. So let's just have fun. <clears throat> well, it's funny. Like I was watching. I made my wife watch. Pantera came out with a video back in the day called Vulgar Video. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a compilation of them on tour, just like doing stupid shit. And uh, and, and what, what brought that on, actually, is I was listening to uh, Rex, the bass player, mm-hmm. and Phil and Selma just oh, had on, the, it. on Revolver. They yeah, had they had that interview. Yeah. Did you listen to it? Yeah. Okay, so that came up because it was a 30-year anniversary mm-hmm. for Vulgar Display of Power. And for whatever reason, it made me like, I really want to like, uh, like I was talking to my wife about Dimebag, who's my literally all time. Yeah. If I had to say like I had an idol, like the biggest influence on me as a guitar player, Dimebag was like yeah. the guy. Yeah. So, you know, they always talk, they talked a lot about his personality and how he was just like, there was never a dull moment with him. And I was like, I, I told her, I was like, I put you through, um, one time she she wasn't very familiar with Metallica, so mm-hmm. we used to go on road trips and stuff. And that was one of the reasons we I used to love going on road trips was because she'd be like, "Okay, I want you to like school me on Metallica, like show me, like talk to me about them, play the music." And she actually became like a really big like Metallica fan. She mm-hmm. loves Metallica because we actually we went to go see Metallica. Yeah, and so that's what we did, right? So I was like, you know what? I did that for Metallica, and I was like, but Pantera was probably just as big, if not bigger, of an influence on me, and I've never done that so i was like i'm gonna show you this video and so i even um we watched like a video on how he got killed and all that stuff but um i i was really it was really interesting how he when he was talking about phil was talking about how like they were so hard on themselves Mm. to perform perfectly yeah which when you look at them they're a huge party band big time you would never Drunk think all the that time. yeah yeah and he was saying he was like after the show that that's what they did they spent hours just going back over how they all fucked up or where they fucked up or where things needed to be better and tighter and all that stuff because they were like so hard on themselves yeah and so when you watch them play and you listen to them live you see them all over the place but they they sound freaking flawless man yeah. dude um, dieback even had his own drink that he used to make i think they, yeah, they the, called it the black tooth grin or yeah, something like yeah, that yeah 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 but again that that to me that's something that i've always had in me is i'm a perfectionist i think it's gonna be a little easier this time because like you said i mean it's not what we're typically used to yeah there's not gonna be a whole lot of jumping around going around and it's because there's one thing i've learned it's easy to fool uh an audience member into thinking you're good by putting on a grand show yeah easy we pulled it off for a long time (laughs) <laughs> but my um my thing has always been that i also think about that person that's like me 
that person that is sitting back there quietly. Let me tell you, buddy, you are a dime a dozen. <laughs> <laughs> sitting there listening to the show, watching, yes, but listening very intently. That's what I do. That's how I've always been. If a sound system is off, like I can't, like, for example, my wife took me to this big Mexican, I think it's Cumbia show. I don't know. It was really cool. Um, it was really cool because she's into that and her family's into that. Yeah. And apparently this was like their like 30th, 40th anniversary. I don't know. Some old, They're all a bunch of old dudes and stuff, whatever. And of course, I'm trying to hear it and I'm trying to find the musical piece that is good in it. Yeah. But the sound was terrible. It was terrible. And everybody's dancing and having the time of their lives. And I'm just sitting here like, somebody fucking tell the mixing well, it, guy that... Okay, I'll give, you, to- I'll give you that. Yeah, a, a mixing a mixing situation, fine. But most people don't go to hear the album. I know. Played I know, exactly I know, like I know. the album. Yeah, I you know. It's just something that I have in me that I'm... Yeah, the, and then, again, half and half. When I was a kid, I was reading an article on um, from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and they were, they were interviewing Flea. And they were, they were talking about live performance and whatnot. And he said one thing that stuck with me for the rest of, and will stick with me for the rest of my life. If you're not messing up while you're playing live, you're not having fun. And what's the point? Yeah, but Flea's really good. <laughs> <laughs> According to him, he messes up all the damn time. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I think in now going forward when we do play shows, to me it will, I, it, it will be about just having but fun. This when has to be... ASAP. Well, yeah, but we also need... But that's the thing, too, is that we need to rehearse. Well, yeah, but we can't rehearse. We don't have songs. we got to finish our songs. Exactly. <laughs> Eric, again. <laughs> Eric Prieto. Like, I... The love of my, my life. Com- I, I want to go into something confidence, like... Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, with I confidence, agree. I should say. It's um, just, we, if we have the songs, we now know what to focus on. Because, yeah. Because at the end of the day... At the end of the day, you know, we're... You're a performer. Yes. You know, and people that pay to come see you perform, whether it be five people or a hundred people, like they're there for a reason. So give them their money's worth. Exactly. But we Uh, just need to finish our songs in order to start practicing. Which I feel like our first show, it's going to be like our families or your tias and your tios. (laughs) Why? I'm just kidding. I don't know. I really don't even, I honestly don't know how that will be i don't know if people will go see us or if people will really come out and see us i have no idea dude we ha- i have not played a show in over a decade gross it's at only, all it's only been i think the last time i played was 2015 2016 maybe yeah i don't i don't know and honestly when i, I look back know. at old shows of us playing i hate the way i performed uh, i hated dude. the way i performed <laughs> <laughs> my damn hoodie yeah. so i used to back in the day back back in the day i would always wear a hoodie on the stage and, and the fucking sleeves were dude you had mad quitters on yeah sleeves. so people people thought that i was like lifting my fist up in the air like yeah but yeah, like, it was like, my fucking sleeve was covering up my hand and i had to keep doing yeah, that you'd be going chin, 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 and then your hand would raise up but it, yeah. so it looks like you were going chin, 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 yeah, chin, chin. but no you were just trying to get your sleeve out <laughs> And I didn't even notice it until I don't know somebody brought it to my attention, and I think I stopped wearing hoodies after that. No, I don't know, but um, because that sleeve, that cuff gave out on you, man. So it was like yeah, real baggy. exactly. <laughs> I, I I look back at life performances that I am a part of, and I cringe for the most part. Um, I love it. I think the the only time I was 
confident in my performances, honestly, and, and I know you're going to hate to hear this, but after you were out of swim. Yeah, because you were bored. You had nothing to do. <laughs> and I think it was because... No, you looked uh, over at a, at a dead-ass bass player who wasn't doing anything. <laughs> no, that's that's so true. <laughs> like, not not even kidding. Honestly, is I think that after you left the band, we played so frequently. Like, we played a lot. You had no and, energy to pull and it from. Just, no, no, no. It was just like... <clears throat> We played so much that it, it's like like um, in certain bands that we've been in, we didn't play as frequently. So it was like you, there was a lot of thought going into the show and like, oh, I messed up and I got to fix that for the next time. And the next time was two weeks away, a month away or whatever. So it was like, um, it was difficult to, to implement that but with like that band we were playing night after night after night after night after night so it got to a point where it, it became second nature yeah it was and it was really easy and and you get to a level where the music especially in that band didn't really have much meaning so it was really for the performance right. sake but i still and also keep in mind that that band was also extremely extremely easy to perform live because it was just the music was just as simple as it gets yeah but you know what next podcast i know we try not to plan what we speak about but we're gonna go down that road that band oh and i was in after and then after that you and i started our band and yeah yeah let's go down that history i agree that'd be awesome fuck everybody there's a lot of stuff especially now yeah if the seven Um, of you were bored too bad (laughs) um all right let's move on all right let's move on Another, there's one thing I did want to bring up. Another thing, the Tyler the Creator thing kind of came into play with what you said about Arctic Monkeys being boring. Mm-hmm. But dude, there's been a band that I loved as as a kid, and again, I stopped at one album, and for whatever reason, I started listening to this album all over again. What's up, Eric? Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> don't you don't just walk in and smile at somebody? Why? Shut up. Give me a hug. Hey, Eric's hugging Adrian right now. Oh man, your hair always smells so good. Well, yeah. Those strawberries, coconut. Avocado. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's up? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so Eric's in the studio. Mm-hmm. Eric Ward, not Eric P. Yeah. Huh? Is Dad taking a shit or I guess so. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lose that thought. No, I'm not. All right. All right. Oh, all right. I, I was going to pull up a mic for you, but all right. Just kidding. Okay. That was Eric, our third partner. Yep. Little big brother. One third. <laughs> One third. So, okay. When I was a teenager, I loved this album. And for whatever reason, I went back to this album. It came out on one of my playlists. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, man, that was a great song. I'm going to listen to it. Dude. Silverchair's first album uh, oh, okay. was... <laughs> Sorry, I almost instantly what? gagged. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, okay, go ahead. Dude, Silverchair's first album, insane. Even though they were new, you can tell they were kids, still figuring their, finding their way in their path and, and their writing process. I didn't like any of their later stuff. Mm-hmm. That album is highly underrated. Highly underrated. Like It should still be talked about to this very day can i can i talk yeah well look i know what you're gonna say and that was no no you no you knee, don't know what knee i'm gonna deep say in satanism no and- no 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 <laughs> well, well actually that's kind of true yeah. uh so 
Silverchair is an example of one of those bands that kind of like Nirvana mm-hmm. that at the time when they came out, I hated everything about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there was like a song, maybe two that I was like, eh, it's okay. Uh, this goes back to what I was, I've said it before and I'm going to say it again, is that during that time for me, it was all about like, I was technical guitar, like yeah. Pantera guitar, right. Fear Factory, like metal. And then when you had bands like Nirvana, Silverchair come out playing these like pretty little whatever, it was almost like a slap in the face to somebody like me at the time where it was like, what are you doing? Like, um, I don't know. I couldn't see. I was very close-minded at the time. Um, and then later on, I appreciated Silverchair. I appreciated Nirvana, right? Um, but... It's funny you say that because I haven't thought of that band in a long time. And and there was some new stuff that came out that I heard like many years back yeah. that I actually liked. Yeah, their, their newer stuff was, was good, right? Mm-hmm. I liked it. I did not not hate, not not like it, right? Mm-hmm. I listened to it. I just, I didn't buy the albums, but their singles that came out were great songs. But Frog Stomp, man, such a great album from beginning to end. I need to, I need to check it out. I don't even think I've ever listen to it from beginning to end dude suicidal dreams great song israel son fuck man it makes yeah, you want to hit that. somebody dude i need to go back and pure massacre is an amazing dude it's just a great album i just wanted to throw that you know out who there. was a good band back then that i actually did like back then but i think i even like them even more now um the toadies oh yeah absolutely oh, that's such a good band dude i'm gonna share a playlist with you i call the playlist life because to me Life That's was... your favorite cereal. <laughs> no. Nineteen ninety to my favorite nine, that the 90s that decade was God's gift to this earth. So it's like every great 90s song that I love that helped mold my life. I'm going to share it with you. It's got over like 200 some odd songs, 300 songs around there. You know what's funny is that typically the 90s, when I think of the 90s, I cringe. And you know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was actually telling my wife, like I think it was yesterday... I said, now, with everything going on in the world, the pandemic, the war, like everything, I was like, man, the 90s sounds like such a great fucking time. Like there was no issue. Like, it was like the worst thing going on at that time was the Monica Lewinsky oh, yeah. Clinton thing. Yeah, Everything was just like, there was no stress. There was no well, worry. Well, the early in the 90s, world. there was the call for, wasn't it? Well, yeah, but that was like, that didn't last very long. It was literally like two days and it made us look amazing. Um, you know, I was glued to the TV during that. I, mean, I think that was what really piqued my interest in like teaching about war and stuff. History. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that was, you know, fast and it made us look amazing. But anyways, like, you know, I'm not going to get into politics, but at the time, like the United States had a surplus, there was no deficit financially, like, um, things were just very different. So I, you know, I feel like that old guy that I remember when I was a kid, they would think back to like the sixties and the seventies. Yeah. And now I'm like, for the first time ever, when I think back to the nineties, I'm like, dang that's a great yeah greatest decade i mean i was going through a you know my own shit you know you know but still at the end of the day it was like it was relatively stress-free compared to what we're going through now yeah but um but anyway okay but i I, you know what i'm glad you brought that up because i'm actually i want to go back and listen to yeah yeah it's a great album great fucking album don't i wouldn't don't go put silver chair on on shuffle right listen to frogs down okay great album moving on okay Oh, we got a lot of stuff to cover today. Yeah, we do. So I want to get the uh, let's get the chat out of the way. Oh yeah. I'm gonna bring up an oldie 
but a goodie only because they have a new album coming out um they're not new by any means um but still underrated not a lot of people know who they are wait real quick before the one that you were that you mentioned last time ithaca i liked them but i didn't why oh i forgot about that yeah i forgot about that um uh, at first listen i liked it but as i continued to listen it just kind of went on and didn't spark anything new for me right but, but I, yeah, I was appreciative it was nothing it. groundbreaking but like i said the the poison the well thing yeah really sunk me in their first single um their latest single i should say i think it's great I'm not gonna say phenomenal, but it's the one a, it's that shows up first on Spotify. Song. Yeah, yeah, I, it's I, a I great did like that song. One. Yeah, so I'm I'm very curious to see what what their new album is gonna sound like. It was funny because I listened to like my daily mixes mm-hmm. on Spotify. Yeah, and Sunk Lotto came up, and I was like, Yeah, I still stand by what I said. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm shocked, but I'm glad. Yeah, one of those like happy surprises. Yeah, you know what I mean. I swore, <laughs> fucking swore you were gonna hate them, but look. <laughs> It's the reason why we're together this very day. Yeah, yeah. half exactly. and half. Exactly. All right. So, welcome to another segment of the chat. So today, ladies and gentlemen, again, I'm bringing back an oldie but goodie. I feel they deserve more and more and more praise. Um, my chat band for the day is a band called War Paint. <sighs> Paul and I know them very well. Um, we've been listening to them for a very long time now. They are hands down one of my all favorite bands, all time favorite bands. Um, they're an all all girl group. They've been around since two thousand and four. I want to say is when they started, but I think their first album came out in mid uh, late two thousands, around ten, eleven, somewhere around there. Um, it's indie rock, right? Um, nothing too crazy. Um, but towards the their their last album, which is an album called Heads Up, they really changed a lot of things that they were doing musically. What really attracted me to this band is their bass player. Her name is Jenny Lee Lindbergh. She is one of my favorite bass players of all time, I can honestly say. A lot of groove, a lot of melody. She's just a phenomenal bass player. But the music overall is just incredible. Like I said, I'm a everyone knows by now I'm a, a female fronted band type of guy. I love female vocalists. Um, they have a new album coming out. They just dropped a single called Champion. Their new album comes out in May. Um, if you like indie, slow rock and, you know, alternative rock at times, and they're a great band. You love great bass lines, this is the band for you. So I, I have to second that. Um, I listen to Horde Paint all the time. Yeah. Actually, I got to tell you, in the last three months, mm-hmm. I probably listen to them more than any other nice group out there. Yeah. Um, if you want to, the first song I ever heard, which is still to this day, my favorite song from them is the song called new song. Oh man. I love that Fucking song. That, that baseline just, yeah, ugh. that's the first song I heard from them. I, I have to say if, if you have not heard, heard war paint, like you're in for a treat. Like yeah. I love heads that. up by far is my favorite album out of all of theirs. You can, Again, if you want to do what I do and hear the progression, you go back to the first album. Very indie, very... Um, I don't even know who to compare them to, to be honest with you. Yeah. They're just... You, you, you want to know who they remind me of? And this is going to be really... Um, this is something that only you and I are going to know. Do you remember 
somewhere along the line, we got a compilation back in the day, and there was oh. this band called Chimera. 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 Yeah. Well, yeah, whatever, however you say oh, that. Dude, I can... I, I know the melody, and I remember that bass line. Yes. You know what I mean? Dude. Yeah. I, you know, I was thinking about this actually the other day, about how that group, they were from Phoenix, I believe. Yeah. And we're talking like, what, 94-ish? Yeah. And those two songs on that CD. Amazing. Amazing. And I think to myself, these girls, because they were female, right? Or at least the singer was. Yeah. Probably living their life, probably, you know, probably older than us because I know we were still young at the time and yeah. they, um, having no idea that out there there's still people or at least two people that appreciate and still think about it's all the time good. those yeah. songs, how good those songs those were. Those songs were amazing. <laughs> and we used to listen to them all oh, the yeah. time. And there was another song on there, Tiny Shoes or Tiny, it was another band, not that Chimera band. Yeah. It's funny you you mentioned that because there there's well, a there's a new or not new but there's like a, a metal band a heavy metal band really heavy band they're called Chimera and when I first saw that name I was like oh that's not them. I've looked and looked and looked and yeah that doesn't the internet didn't exist yet so yeah so yeah that's my uh, my chat for the day for those of you who don't know who love female bands who love indie rock. Um, experimental who love amazing amazing bass lines war paint yeah is the band for you hands down in my top right right now not not all time right now top five yeah yeah um i told you they came out on that show that me and my wife were watching on hbo mm -hmm. uh i can't remember the name of the show for the life of me but when they came out i was like oh wow it's pretty yeah. cool yeah um so so you're gonna be vegan tomorrow, huh? So let's get into that, <laughs> man. I don't know what I got myself into, but once I put my mind to something, it's game on. Especially when it comes to challenging the body and the mind and the spirit. So again, everybody knows you're the devil worshiper. I'm the religious guy. <laughs> so uh, tomorrow starts Lent, right? Ash Wednesday is tomorrow, and for those of you who don't know, you <clears throat> forty days and forty nights you have to give up something that you cherish and love right or you know something that you can you want to know why i am the way i am why now that you're every time you mention that or anybody mentions it i think back to when i was a kid in catholic school and you had to do and that And during this time they used to make us go every day to the <coughs> church mm -hmm. and we had to do the prayers along all the stations of the cross dude if there's anything that's gonna make you change that that'll do it repetitiveness made you lo love the devil Yes. <laughs> yes. It was torture as a child, as an ADHD child like myself, being forced to stand there and say these repetitive prayers over and over and over for hours, for days at a time. Dude, that is like, it's, yeah. I just think you think about it way too much. Oh, dude, that's <clears throat> You just thought man. about it. Instead of torture. just going with the motion, you just thought about it way too you know much. What, you know what's so funny is that think about it as a child, if they would have been like, it is it's Lent, so for forty days and forty nights, we're gonna have something really fun for you to do every single day. <laughs> Here's a jumping uh, balloon. Here's a like we're gonna give you pizza for breakfast. Like I would have been like, this religion is the best <laughs> Christian for life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or Catholic. So. Yeah, dude. But all right. But no. Yeah. Well, I had you just gone through the motion, you wouldn't have tortured yourself. So and then much. the communion host like tastes like shit. Oh, like, dude, I love the way it no, tastes. Man, give me a pepperoni. <laughs> 
Don't give me no little white <laughs> piece put, of cardboard. Can you put a spritz of salt on this yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. Like it would have been cooler. Like and then instead of a sip of wine, let's do a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Padre, no tequila around Dude, here. Dude, I'm gonna start my own religion and it's gonna be fun. Oh God. Well, you already have your isms. That's what I love about your family. Remember, I told you I call them the Ward isms. Yeah, yeah. Because you and your dad have these wisdom sayings right it's yeah. kind of it's like it's like your own philosophy so i always call it wardism because mm-hmm. you always hit me something i always text you and there it goes that wardism <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah lent starts tomorrow ash wednesday 40 days and 40 nights so as a fitness person who likes to fuck around during um winter right you you like to fuck around all the time <sighs> more not than just it. during winter <laughs> So what I do to get myself back on track is I will say, okay, for Lent, normally it's always I give up sugar, right? Mm-hmm. And when I, say su- when, I say su- when I say sugar, Sorry, it's one of my favorite Spanish words to say. My wife, azúcar. Azúcar? My <laughs> wife and I always have this argument because before it was only sugar. Mm-hmm. And she would say, but you're eating bread. Well, okay, yes, I understand that. But, it metabolizes the right, sugar. Exactly. So let me, I now have to elaborate. I am a snow cone junkie. Mm-hmm. I mainline Slurpees. I snort sweet tarts. Like, I love candy and you sugary love drinks. You putting stuff in your mouth and sucking on oh, it. You just let love it. me tell you, baby girl. <laughs> that's, I'll tell you what. If, that's, if that was my God-given mission What if I told accomplished. you I have something that's zero calories. Full of protein. Tastes great. Ah, does it? <laughs> does it? If I were to eat like pineapple for two months, <laughs> there. You know what? I need a lot of fruit. Let's get on that. <laughs> it's like the other day you were like, uh, "Well, we'll get into that part right now." So, I use Lent to reset everything. Right? Mm-hmm. I give up sugars. Um, and then I went on to giving up all starches. Right? Um, breads, tortillas, anything like that. So I'm now at the point of um, sweets breads tortillas um any type of starch done last year i said all right well i'm just gonna do straight veggies and meat so i did that last year and i felt great right mm-hmm. i saw the benefits i felt great but i do this so i can i can re-kick my body into normal behavior kick all the bad shit out and get ready for summer bod. summer prep you know what i mean summer bod that summer you never bod. even show off except for to me i know you're the only person that matters <laughs> so um I am very addicted to pushing my body and pushing my mind and pushing my spirit, right? Mm-hmm. So I said, how am I going to top this? What can I give up for Lent this year? And I said, fuck, I'm going to go straight vegan. I'm gonna, you've, you and I have been talking about it forever. Mm-hmm. And I said, if there's any time to do it, I'm going to do it now. So I decided this about a month ago, maybe a month and a half ago. I started watching videos and, you know, it's the typical benefits of, you know, giving up meat and what have you. So you and I always speak. I'm always asking you for advice because you're vegan. Mm-hmm. Um, but I told you I want to go hardcore to it because you always give me great vegan recipes and you send me these screenshots, but they all have bread in them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I don't want any of that. Right. So I'm literally going to eat vegetables and fruit for 40 days and 40 nights. You are going to do exactly what people who are not vegan and don't understand veganism think veganism is. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm... I couldn't even do that. That's exactly... Well, because... Look, I saw this one video where this guy was explaining his process. He Mm -hmm. said, I just gave up... um, I'm going to go vegan for 30 days. And he described this life... um, 
experience, almost religious-like, outer body experience. Like his body just went through this crazy, and his mind just went to this like spiritual place. And he said he felt fucking incredible. Right. Like the visions he had, and that—that's when I was like, oh man, that's what I want. That's what I'm seeking. Well, <clears throat> I know I'm going to lose muscle. I know I'm, there's a lot of things well, I'm going to lose. Well, not necessarily. Well, no, I'm going to keep my workouts the same, right? Like, I'm not going to... St- yeah, but I know there's ca- a lot of protein in in. Yeah, plants. yeah. I have to eat a, a shit ton of it, though. No, not really. Dude, think about it. That's one of the biggest things that I, I hate when when people say, like, well, how do you get your protein? Gorillas. Okay. Yeah, but Some you have to understand meaty, gen- genetics on a gorilla, though. Yes, but you have to. I look black. Genetics but I'm, don't. I'm not. <laughs> genetics don't keep you muscular. You see what I'm saying? Like, but, there's but, only a certain extent. But you gorillas mean, are born muscular. But what I'm saying is that I'm sure there's a such thing as a fat gorilla out there somewhere. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> how cute what I'm would saying that is be? that muscle and protein muscles are built upon protein. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if a gorilla sat there and starved itself to death, it would become a skinny gorilla and die. Right. right? So in order to maintain that mass, they have to eat. What do they eat? They eat no- they're they eat nothing but plant based. Yeah. It's not just plant based. They eat nothing but plants. Yeah. Um, I've I've done the I've done the research right on on what i can take that's still vegan friendly right Right. like so and this even goes before vegan right so branch chain amino acids your bcaas you're not supposed to take them all the time if you have a protein rich diet if you eat a lot of meats you have your protein shake there's no need for for branch chains right because you get those amino acids in your meat you get them in your protein shake so because i won't be having that i am going to take vegan branch chain amino acids right to try to counteract anything that I want to hold on to as much as I can. I mean, I'm naturally going to lose some muscle. I know the first two weeks are going to be hell because my energy levels are going to be low, so my numbers are going to be low, and I'm okay with it. I'm not. I'm not doing this for body. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this for that that fucking mind experience that right. this guy had. That's what I want. That's what's turning me on. So people say, "Well, why Lent?" Well, I'm afraid of God, and so I Lint. know Lent. Oh, I have some Lent in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, and your belly button too. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, point blank, you give it up, you can, you can't turn back. That's mm-hmm. what you got to do. That's what you gave up. You have to prove that you're able to do 40 days and 40 nights like He did for us. So that's why I use Lent for these things because I'm afraid to make God mad. So I know I can't turn back once I do it. That's awesome. I know. Shh. Shit, man. I tell you what, I'm gonna walk around in my underwear all the time. You know, um, I I really have a lot of respect for people that, whether it be for Lent or whatever, for people that, instead of talking shit, people that actually say, you know what, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to try it. Yeah. Um, you have a lot of shit talkers when it comes to anything, not just what you eat, but, you know, obviously, like, veganism is a big one, right? And and my whole thing is that, and I've said this before and I'll say it again, veganism is not for everybody. It's not. Um, yeah. But... If you're gonna, if you're gonna talk shit, at least tell me you tried it right before you talk shit. And right. so the fact that you're gonna put your body through this, um, it's just it's just kind of like it's like our challenges, our music challenges. Mm-hmm. You can sit there and what the hell? Why is this my dad's uh, case manager facetiming me? <laughs> he wants to be a part of the podcast. Thank you for listening, <laughs> sir. <laughs> so, um. 
you know, that that's the whole purpose of those challenges, right? Mm-hmm. Is that, you know what, give it a shot. And at the end, if you don't like it, cool, at least you can say you gave it a shot. And it's the same thing with what you're doing. So by putting yourself through this, yeah. you can walk out saying like, fuck that veganism is not for me. Or dude, like this really was and fucking great. That's what I'm hope. Look, my wife, she's a cutie. She's been helping me out. <clears throat> she's looking up recipes and what I'm I can- surprised. I thought she was going to talk shit. No, because she shocked. she says the only reason why she's not vegan is because of me. Mm-hmm. She wants to go that route. She's wanted to for a long time. You always want to give her the meat. <laughs> <laughs> With the because she has diabetes, right. so she's um she likes the holistic approach to a lot of things. Right. So she doesn't want insulin. She doesn't want to get on medicine. And ever since she found she found out she had diabetes, she went straight to um. I forgot his name. There's a doctor, Jason, uh, Dr. Fung, right? Mm-hmm. Who's big into veganism and, and, and using food as, as medicine. Right. Anyway, long story short, she, she's given up sugar. She's given up starches. She's given up a lot of shit. She even controls her carbs, even the amount of carbs in her vegetables, right? Like mm-hmm. broccoli's yeah. high in carbs. Yeah. And so, um, and thank God she's been able, her and I have a deal. I said, I'll let you do the holistic approach if you can control it. If and you have to at least go check in with a doctor every now and again because mm-hmm. I, I can't I, I don't want anything bad to happen to right. her. But lo and behold, man, she's been able to control her diabetes with diet alone. Mm-hmm. So, with is it safe to say a mostly plant based diet? It's it's about half and half. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna you know what you're right mostly because she'll have her salad for lunch mm-hmm. and then at dinner time she'll have a, a meat whatever she makes and the dinner. meat is probably not red meat all the time right no hell no we eat a lot of chicken yeah and everything she well, buys chicken's bad too but red meat is just worse yeah everything she buys is organic right mm-hmm. she doesn't like tyson's chicken how did we get into this whole thing about that but um so she's been helping me out a whole lot and through the process of watching hours and hours of videos of the of the the process of becoming a vegan and what you're going to get out of it um if it literally cures every ache in my body, like if I feel better, you mm-hmm. know me and and the feeling, mm-hmm. I get attached to the feeling. Mm-hmm. If I feel fucking great, my plan is to stay on this as much as I can, right? For as long as I can. Will I probably break on the sugar front? Yeah, right. But I'm gonna try to. Depending on on again, I got to see how I feel after the forty days. If it feels like madly worth it, then I know I won't go back to my old ways. That's what I love so much about um, Dr. David Sinclair. Mm-hmm. What I love about him is that he, based on my what I've experimented on my body. Mm-hmm. I experiment on your body more <laughs> than you do. <laughs> I have narrowed it down to a certain, uh, what I've found works for me. Right. Right. And it's funny because I, I, listen, I just started listening to his podcast mm-hmm. and it's, Exactly what works for me is what he is saying scientifically is proven without a doubt, whether it be in uh, mice or in clinical human trials mm-hmm. studies, that without a doubt, the way I'm eating, even though like I, I fall off of it a lot, um, especially because of the sugar. I love sugar. <laughs> what I love is that it's kind of like, hey, this is what works for me. And I know for a fact, because it's what I've <clears throat> kind of, with all the stuff that I've done to experiment that I've come to. But now to see that there's a lot of scientific backing and evidence that yeah. shows that it really does work. And it's not even just about, again, people get it mixed up because people always, it's all about having that the beach body or whatever, right? Yeah. But it's not about that. It's about right. what he says. It's about longevity. It's exactly. about... 
um, being able to make your life make yourself live longer right you know and that's what i'm saying if that's the benefit i get out of it i don't care how much muscle i lose i don't care about any of that if i feel fucking crazy amazing every ailment in my body is gone i'm probably hook line and sinker here's why i think it's gonna do really well for you your people (laughs) i'm serious natives were mostly plant-based yeah well, uh, humans in general well, are supposed to be plant-based. Yes, but natives even more so. So when I was in grad school, I, I, I studied up on, on the history of foods, mm-hmm. okay? Big time. I wrote a 67-page paper on it. What happened uh, to the other three, man? You just fucking gave up or what? <laughs> <laughs> um, and what I was really surprised by was that Native Americans hardly ate any meat at all mm-hmm. any any I mean, cows didn't exist in 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 this in, in latin america uh pigs didn't exist in latin america all they really had was small rodents and game so what did they do they but they were great at growing crops and that's right. all they freaking ate corn was, masa exactly and every once in a while every once in a while um you know they would have like a little bit of rabbit or yeah. whatever yeah um, you know and so Dude, like your genetics are amazing. And so I think your genetics were probably, um, going back historically, they're gonna, you're gonna thrive on that kind of diet because your people thrived on that kind of diet. A lot of people have no idea because they just don't know. They don't educate themselves. Um, so I'm really excited because I think it's, I honestly, think it's you're gonna do really well on it and i i I feel i am also look when when i started intermittent fasting seven years ago people thought i was fucking crazy a lot of people and i you didn't you hardly saw this on on youtube or the fitness space you know what i mean it was like in 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 terms of muscle you're supposed to eat as much as you can Mm -hmm. right so somebody who who eats one time a day everyone's like dude and then you know, the fucking age, age old adage, oh, dude, breakfast is the most important. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. It's the biggest That's farce the big, ever. Big time, dude. And so. That's just uh, to get people to buy and ever breakfast. Since, and ever since foods. I started it, dude, I have never felt better. It's like going back to what you're saying right now about doing what, what works for your body. Mm-hmm. Eating one time a day, mm-hmm. but I eat whatever the fuck I want, mm-hmm. works for my body. So, because that's what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing that as. A vegan obviously yeah. right yeah um which is why i have to have like breads or tortilla and all that stuff mm-hmm. whatever um so you're gonna still do the same thing no i'm gonna okay. I'm, i need to get my calories right in, that's right? what i was gonna say because to. you're gonna be eating a lot during that <clears throat> yeah. time when you do eat that one yeah meal. no I, I won't i won't be doing i still won't eat bread what i'm gonna do right now what i do right now is i fight the hunger mm-hmm. I'm, if i'm fucking like right now my stomach growled a little bit mm-hmm. but i say no it's not time to eat whatever i gotta go to the dentist right now and all sorts of shit. So I, I know how to keep it at bay. Mm-hmm. But this time, I'm just going to listen to my body. If I'm hungry, I'll have some fruit or some, it's you know. be like, Adrian. I know. Come and eat. <laughs> you know. So now I'm just going to, I'm going to listen to my body this time. If I'm hungry, I will eat. Yeah. Right. Is that why when you come in here right away, you just bend over, you listen to your, your body. Exactly. <laughs> I just feel my hips go whoop. <laughs> like, Adrian, not right now. <laughs> Every time I look at you, you're bending over, <laughs> arching those that back. Yes, um, I'm excited, man. I, I am. I'm excited. fucking scared. I did not prepare at all. Yeah, I have one day to figure out what I'm going to eat for the rest of the week. The thing is, is that you need to 
how can I say it? Realize that right now, El Paso, it's not as as uh, easy because it's we're always light years behind everybody else. Yeah. But still, there are more options available now than oh, e- yeah. ever, ever, ever before that are carb free or whatever. The good um, the good thing is is growing up in a typical with a typical typical Hispanic mom, mm-hmm. right? But again, that goes back to my whole thing is that that's a new thing. What? The the eating a lot of meat thing. That's a new oh, thing because yeah. Hispanic people come from natives. Natives right. really did not eat meat at all. But what I, what I was getting at is the good thing about me is I'm I'm a human garbage disposal mm-hmm. because coming from a typical Hispanic mom, if it's put in front of you, you're going to fucking eat it or you're going to starve. Yeah. So I love, love vegetables. Mm-hmm. Love them. Crave them. I'd rather eat um, fresh broccoli than cooked broccoli or steamed broccoli. I love it raw. You know I love it raw. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's not going to be a hard transition for me. A lot of people seem to think, oh, well, you're not going to get full. Well, I don't eat a lot anyway mm-hmm. to begin with. I eat one. Yes, I'm going to have, if anything, I'm going to have to up the amount of times I eat. Mm-hmm. So that's going to change for me. Right. So I, the only thing I'm dreading is what I'm going to eat. How right. am I going to, you know, supply myself with, because I'm, you know, my, I don't, I don't make my kids go through it. I don't make my wife go through it. You know, she's not religious. So her and I have this agreement during Lent. Don't worry about me. I fend for myself. Yeah. You guys eat the cookie, eat whatever you want. Don't be like, oh, we can't eat it because dad, you know, dad, no, I don't, I'm, it's all about willpower. I like feeling anxious and tired and mad and, you know what I mean? So, is this the only time that you put yourself through a test? No. Oh, I'll, I feel like people should do that on a regular basis. Food, food wise, yes. Okay. But other times, no. I I'm text, actually putting I'm, myself through a, a test right now. What did you put it through? You're going to try not to be gay? Good <laughs> luck. <laughs> It's impossible. I've tried. I've tried. That lasted about twenty minutes. <laughs> um, I'm completely cutting alcohol out of my diet. Oh, that's right. Not diet, but out of my life. But you have done that. You went years without drinking. Yes, but, but you've been a little heavy lately. It's not. It's just that I really just love the taste of alcohol. Um, Why don't I, you get like a, a Odul's? Odul's. I've thought about it, but I don't know if it's the same. But it's not. It can't be the same. Actually, Heineken actually came out with a non-alcoholic beer yeah, as well. Yeah, I heard about that. I heard about that. Maybe I might if I get desperate. I don't think I will. I'm really pretty good at cutting things off cold turkey. Uh, <laughs> you are, and it drives me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm actually going to, not 40 days, 40 nights, just no. for an extended period of time. My goal is to not have any alcohol. Um you know, when you look at a list of things that are bad for your body, mm-hmm. alcohol is like number one. You know, it's so crazy that you mentioned that. It, it is, though. It really is. Like, you look at a chart, number one says alcohol, number two is heroin. Heroin. So, I'm taking up heroin, just so you know. Oh, <laughs> great. Save some for me. <laughs> no, no, but no, seriously. Like, it is yeah, I, worse I, for your yeah. body than anything. It's like alcohol and nic- or uh, tobacco are the worst things you could do to your body. I know, man. It sucks. My wife gets mad when I say this, but ex-smoker. Mm-hmm. And it's it's as if I quit yesterday. Yeah. I Till this very day. This is how I know tobacco is the devil. I haven't had a cigarette since 2005, mm-hmm. I think, six, maybe, five. Yeah, probably, yeah. Dude. And I think about it every waking moment I can. Really? Yeah. I see people smoking on TV and I'm like, oh. 
it's 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 hilarious though man because like and i'm not gonna get political but like this whole thing with you, like you always say that i know and i think we need to one day just yeah, so we, we get need, it we out. need to but like for example like the whole thing with weed right yeah like when you look at so people need to understand toxicity 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 yeah toxicity whatever toxicity there you go what's the name of that song yeah exactly um People need to understand, like, I don't understand why there's such a big debate over something that is proven, yeah. scientifically proven to be non-toxic to the human body and has all these benefits like marijuana, cannabis, I like to say. Marijuana sounds so like I'm 19, like I'm freaking 75 years old. <laughs> and alcohol that is proven to be one of the number one causes of like cancers and heart problems and it kills you on the street when you freaking uh drunk drivers crash into you it's yeah, like you wake up next to a guy and you're like what the fuck yeah making bad life choices <laughs> but yet there's so many so much politics behind it which i'm not going to get into yet you know like it's it's something that's still considered illegal and it's so ridiculous but anyways uh, i don't even know why i brought that up but my point is is that i i recognize that Alcohol is so toxic to us. It's yeah. so bad for us. And as much as I love it, like, I, I you know, I, I got to stop. So, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of you. Try it. Yeah. Let's see how long you can go. Just, you know, but right now I'm going to have about five tequila shots. <laughs> Dude, no fucking joke. When I get out of the dentist, my daughter and I have already planned it, dude. I got a snow cone waiting for me. <laughs> Donuts. Like, your last day. I'm going to hit it hard today. Yeah. yeah. I bought it. I took my kid to school right now. And every morning we stop by a convenience store so he can get snacks or whatever for his day. Mm-hmm. I bought me a fuck. I didn't even know they made these. They made a tall boy Coca-Cola. Really? You know how they always make just a little 50-ounce cans or 12-ounce yeah, 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 cans, yeah. whatever they are? Uh-huh. 50-ounce. 12-ounce cans? Yeah. It's a tall boy of Coke. What? Yeah, I fucking bought one. Oh, my God. Hell, yeah. I'm going to town tonight, my man. I'm probably <laughs> not going to sleep because I'm going to be so sugared up, but it's, it's going on today. Wow. That's cool. So tomorrow morning, that's it. Day it's one. On. Yep. Man, I, can't, I, can't I have to, uh, I got a chiropractor appointment. I got to go pick out tile for my old house and I'm going straight to Sprouts and trying to figure it out. Wow. So expect a FaceTime. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, my experience has always been, it takes about three days to notice a feeling. So yeah. in my, and what I mean by that is like, I, like I told you, like when my mom passed away, I was like, I don't give a fuck. Like I was eating chicken and what i eat burgers whatever yeah. but then you start feeling like well at least me personally i start feeling like shit so, you know the, you know the thing that that going back to what i said about the way my mom raised us is to me my addiction with food comes from not feeling full it comes from taste i just if it tastes so good i want to keep eating it yeah you know what i mean yeah and i love salads like i can if it as long as it tastes <sighs> so good weird as long as it tastes good, I, I want to keep eating. I hate fucking salads. I hate them. I hate them. Do you put like nuts in them and carrots? Fucking, and I put my nuts in them. I... <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I, no, I mean, every once in a while I'll get a craving, but I, I, I have to fill those motherfuckers up with like all kinds of shit. Yeah. Like, yes, I like, I know you don't like it, but I like putting cranberries in my, uh, in my salad. You are I like white. putting pecans and tofu. And well, look, pecans, yes. Nuts in a salad, yes. But I can't do the sweet and and salty together. Oh, I, I can't do that. it. I can't. Like, my wife likes that, too. Like, the cranberries and 
or she'll have the at Crave they got a raspberry is it a raspberry vinaigrette the sour strawberry oh yeah yeah the, yeah, yeah that's it's got, good she oh, loves I know it. Exactly what it is. I can't do it another thing I'm gonna start doing again um I'm gonna start uh, throwing in a little bit of fish here and there even though I'm vegan every once in a while um I'm gonna eat like just because it's you know it's something that I enjoy and it's actually very good for you um well when you get it right, not when you go buy it from like Walmart, or whatever. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but other than that, man, like I don't know. I I think you'll you'll notice a huge difference in how you feel, and I can't wait. So I'm thinking like Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday, you're gonna really. Well, I'm on nights, so I always feel like <laughs> shit when I'm on nights, anyways. So yeah. Gotta... But that's what I'm looking forward to. I mean, uh, that's another thing that that uh, quite a few people said that their sleeping got so much better. Oh yeah. Matter of fact. <clears throat> I will say that um, I, I had insomnia my whole life until I started going that route. And all of a sudden, I sleep like a baby now. Yeah. I also attribute a lot of it to um, my wife for whatever reason. Like, So w we have this thing where ever since like her and I moved in together, like all of a sudden, I was able to finally sleep for the first time. It's really yeah. weird. But if she stays awake only, if she falls asleep before me, she, she fucks up my whole night. Uh, that's weird. I see that. That's... Not not in the same way, but my wife, she doesn't get mad at me. God bless her soul. She's a cutie. On weekends, when I'm on weekend days, I work 5.30 to 5.30, right? So by the time I get home, it's 6. And anyway, so it's Friday and Saturday night. I have to be in bed by 8 to be up by 4 again. Jeez. But I cannot, I can't sleep if my wife's not with me. Hmm. She's a trooper, man. On a Saturday night, she's in bed by 8 o'clock. Really? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'd be like, fuck you. I know. Wow. Oh, see? See? boring hey man hey dude even when she i gotta wake me. up early like i stay up late i don't know I'm she not... gets mad she fights me she's like babe really and i'm like come on you know i can't. Just, i said at least let me fall asleep yeah and then you can take off but she falls she falls asleep before i do see i made the mistake recently of introducing my wife to the stuff that i introduced you to to help you sleep oh uh, Ma uh, magnesium and um l-theanine yeah because now she's actually going to sleep early and it's pissing me off because then I'm stuck up like trying to freaking sleep. My thoughts are going a million miles. So a she second. likes it. Yeah. It works for her. Right. Yeah. Dude. I didn't think it's it would. Funny Cause I told you, I told Jason and I told her and it works for all three of you. And I dude haven't, I don't take it. Being a shift worker, I name the sleep aid. I have tried it from melatonin to, Hardcore sleeping pills, Unisom. I was mainlining um, NyQuil. Nothing worked. I yeah. would even take double the dose, and it would do fucking nothing to me. Yeah. The first day I had that that combo, I was out like a fucking lump, yeah. dude. And it keeps you. Up. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. <sighs> All right. I think we've we've gone on. Yeah, it's time. just as long as last time. It's just as long. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well the good thing is, is that you're, uh, you're since you're going all veggies, the only meat you're gonna get is right. Is it. I will not give up Italian sausage, Lord. <laughs> I'm sorry. Every man has his limit, and that's mine. <laughs> all right, all right, everybody. So, um, thank you for tuning in again. Till next time. Uh, wish us luck. Paul's going sober, and I'm going vegan, and we're probably I didn't gonna say sober. I said no alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I forgot about that. <laughs> We're going to try heroin. I can't yeah. let him do it by himself. <laughs> crack. A little bit of crack. Yeah, we'll try you everything. Know. If right. you, Because if you die from it, I'm going to go with you, buddy. So we'll try it together. <laughs> All right, bet. So wish us luck. Thank you, everybody. Till next time. Bye. Bye.